Oh, that's not getting done. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Thursday, December 16th, 2021. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks for finding my podcast, and uh hope you guys have a good chuckle at all the weird and wacky things I'm getting up to these days and trying to be hyper-productive, and it's kind of working, it's kind of not. Um, my whole whoopsie at the beginning of this episode is all about, uh, I want to do, I want to finish a couple of the drum tracks I've been working on, and it just wasn't happening, because apparently, remember, I don't know how many days ago it was already, I, when I explained that I had purchased this uh, drum, this practice drum pad, um, with the idea that I want to practice rudiments, and then I said, oh, I don't really want to do this, it's not applicable to what I'm doing, well... I actually sat down to try to play the rudiments, and oh man, they were terrible. <laughs> Which means uh, that I have to practice my rudiments. Um, I was going to go straight ahead and just record it on the iPad. like uh, So I was doing a drumstick, uh, like actually using a drumstick and a practice pad. But um, yeah, it wasn't working out. Uh and I tried a few different takes, and I'm just like, I'm not happy with how this is uh, working. Uh, I I tried a free form, and then I tried to follow uh, George Lawrence Stone's uh, stick control for drummers. If you're a drummer, you'll know the book. If you're not, this is 46 pages, 46 A4 pages uh, of stick control rudiments for uh, drummers and it's very intense like it and you as you progress like you kind of wonder why why all of this why all these variations and it's meant actually for uh marching drummers so um like in the states united states is a huge marching band um music scene like even if it's not directly affiliated with uh any one team or army or anything really, they 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 do have marching bands there, quite a, quite a few, and they'll per- perform in parades and stuff like that. So in Canada, it's not as big. I'm not sure about uh, Britain. I'm, I'm sure there's got to be something there because that's where I think the United States is deriving a lot of its uh, marching band heritage from. But I'm speaking off the cuff here. I don't actually know. Uh, in China, they don't have a marching band. I have. <laughs> Uh, set up at all um, but uh, that being the case it's, so these stick control sort of techniques are all meant for um, developing that dexterity that uh, ability to on a turn of a dime to execute very intricate sticking patterns uh, so it's like you'll have like three right hands and then a left the first bar and then the second bar, you'll have three left hands and a right. Which, if you look at it, that means there's three rights, four left, and then one right. And that can be, it can throw you if you're kind of, you're trying to read along with it. But that's also the idea is that when you, you do practice sight reading some of these things, uh, until they become... Uh, sort of muscle memory where you can just rip off these rudiments uh, no issue no problem um 
and to get to that point, I mean, I think the beginning of the book says to do each rudiment 40 times. Is it 10 times or 40 times? I can't remember. Uh, but they, he says, yeah, we have to practice everything. You practice both hands. Uh, and I think in modern times, um, the uh, sort of the suggestion has been to practice them in both traditional and matched grip. So matched grip is what you'd see most uh, modern drummers playing with. A lot of uh, rock drummers uh, play with matched grip. Your, your traditional grip would be more like what you'd see in marching bands and then also jazz players. Uh, like jazz drummers, they'll also use a lot of it. And mostly because it's a holdover from years ago when that's sort of how uh, things were taught and things were played. Nowadays, there are a lot of drummers who use both and they do train with both uh, types of uh, uh, holding the stick. And I think there's a third way. Not entirely sure. Uh, no, there's matched and traditional. That's about it in terms of holding the stick, but how you use the stick. Many, many variations. I mean, the most famous one would be the Mulder technique, where you sort of throw the stick against the uh, the drum and you, you pick it up after, which sounds like it's kind of crazy, but when you try it, what you're doing is that you're basically coming down, swinging the stick towards the, the drum, but then at the last minute sort of releasing the hand, releasing the stick from your hand, and then catching the rebound. Uh, this, what this does is it actually takes the pressure and the, uh, sort of, it, it takes, it removes any sort of resistance from your hand and is good for, you know, hitting rim shots and things like that. Uh, so we're hitting the rim of the snare drum or the, of the, the drums, uh, rather than hitting it, holding the stick, which will send reverberations into your, your hand and can cause damage. So to minimize that you can throw the stick instead. And there's others. I mean, you can all sorts of finger techniques that you can use with your drumsticks, which most people will never ever see. Uh, they won't really uh, see it that way at all. They'll just hear a lot of banging on the drums, which, you know, if I were to publish the, uh, the rudiments, you'd sort of hear it that way. But yeah, this guy's is just uh, taking sticks and banging them against a rubber pad. This isn't uh, nothing really uh, too impressive here. So the idea would, I'm going to do this again, uh, and I do have a few other ideas for the other tracks that I do have to get done, uh, it's just that things have been, yeah, I've been working quite a bit lately, I know, which is sort of a silly excuse, but I'll tell you, you get home, you do your workout, you take care of some business, and um, all of a sudden it's 7 o'clock, and you're going, what the, where, where did the night go? Uh, and I mean, for forbid it to go out or something i mean if you want to do any sort of creative project uh you're basically stuck you're married to that uh and you you are going to be committing to that rather than to going out with friends going out for dinners like that is off the docket my friend that is off your schedule if you're going to try to produce anything create anything guess where you're going you're going to wherever the creative muse needs you to be and usually that's home uh and in front of your computer or the drumsticks or the camera you name it uh it's it's right there you, you gotta put that's what's what people mean when you gotta put in the time you have to put in the time if you don't put in that time you're not gonna have the the, the produce the produce you're not gonna have the output 
You're not going to have the product. You're not going to have the experience. And you're going to be one of those people that talks about ideas all the time and then never, ever does anything about it. And do you really want to be that? I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that at all. That's why I do this. That's why I keep pushing myself uh, just a little bit further and further each day. Uh, that being the case, I did not get any Chinese done. And since it's Thursday, that gives me Friday, Saturday, two more days to finish my homework, which I have barely started. I've mentioned this before uh, in which I can only do so much of the homework on my own because at work we can't we're not allowed to take our cell phones in like we're not allowed to have electronic devices with us uh when we are uh speaking with clients it's just a matter of sort of policy so as a result i actually do uh a lot of but we can bring in a book and so i bring in my chinese book and so i try to do as much as i can uh with my chinese without any dictionary and it's difficult i mean you just you miss one character you're like yeah i don't know what this is saying no idea this now it doesn't make sense i mean not like it made perfect sense prior to the uh, dictionary but you know having that dictionary really does help (laughs) quite a bit sometimes um the issue sometimes isn't so much i don't know a word it's that the instructions um like i just have to make sure i know understand what the uh the instructions are asking, which are, most of them are pretty straightforward. Fill in the blanks, use this grammar structure, match the uh, synonyms, or you know what's the, the connection between each word. Like so, they'll give you one half of an idea, and you have to fix. Uh, you have to match it to the other. Like for example, uh, like the, the example from a couple of lessons ago was Eli, uh, Guren. Or taren, uh, so it was like depend on other people. So depend was on one side, and then other people was on the other side. And you were supposed to match those together as as if there's some sort of relationship. I'm going, but I don't depend on other people. I mean, I try not to. I try to be very self sufficient uh, in in a lot of ways. Although I mean, that's being, you know, very very uh, gracious with my own sort of skills. And sort of overlooking a lot of the help I do get. I do, I, I know I do get a lot of help from a lot of people uh, in all sorts of uh, ways and means and manners. So uh, it'd be unfair to say that I only do things on my own. But, but this matching, you know, depending on others, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, as a traveler, you, you kind of, I guess you do. But you really, it doesn't come across like that sometimes. A lot of times, to tell you the truth. All that being the case. I haven't done my Chinese uh, uh, homework yet. There's five sections I have to do with an average of 15 minutes each. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I have read through them, which is good enough. Uh, so I I understand it, but I even closed the book today. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to look at it. Just uh, If you're not going to do it, then don't look at it. That way it'll be fresh, it'll be exciting. And, yeah, so it, it might be that I don't get to this until Saturday night, Sunday morning, which, very luckily, class will start at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning rather than 9.30. So that does give me an extra half hour. It uh, means that Sundays aren't as rushed, which is uh, uh, a little bit uh, nicer as well. At work today, I did ask one other guy who is he's married to a Chinese lady, and his Chinese is very good. Um... 
I'm probably better than he's letting on sort of thing. And I asked him, like, how, how did you sort of, how did you learn the language? And he's one of these guys that arrived years ago. Like, we're talking before the internet was all over the place, before English was as readily available as it is, um, especially in Beijing. And he doesn't live in Beijing. He actually lives in uh, the north northeast of China. Uh, yes, northeast of China where it was he basically had to learn Chinese which there's something to be said about that but at the same time I'm going nah, it's it's such a such a difficult language anyway I mean I, I, I can't wow I mean it's impressive it's impressive and I sure hope that you know I haven't missed the boat or the train or whatever transportation vehicle would take me to proficiency in the Chinese language I mean given that I only arrived here a couple of years ago uh, and I've spent the vast majority of the last three years studying the language, and I just feel like it, progress is so slow, grindingly slow, horribly so. It should be so much better than it is, uh, but it's not. Uh, and he said the one thing that he did when he first got here, uh, first of all, he had a lot of Chinese co-teachers, and they didn't speak very much English, so they were able to uh, um, communicate so they were able to communicate enough that he could learn, but not so much that he could sort of depend on, you know, perfect explanations in in English. The other thing that he said he did, and I, I tried to do this before, is that he just took a menu from a, a shop, from a restaurant, and just any word or character he didn't know, he looked up. Now that is easier to be done, because I tried this, I... I think I even wrote about this years ago uh, when I was still in the infancy of uh, learning how to learn Chinese. I took a Pizza Hut menu or a Subway menu, like one of these Western restaurants, where they have any number of combinations of things, and it's no, there's no real consistency from each, you know, item to the next. And what I mean by that is that if you ever go to a Chinese restaurant, especially here in China, you can go to uh, like a, a restaurant in a Chinatown somewhere else, and you look up at the menu. It's all going to be in Chinese. And what you're going to see is almost like the same thing as this, this drum rudiment book. It's variations. It's variations of two types of foods. There's your rice and your noodle dishes. That's it. And then everything along that, you're going to have like uh, chicken legs, chicken breast, uh, chicken gizzard, uh, chicken, you know, so there's going to be six different types of chicken dishes, chicken broth, no meat. Uh, then you're going to have like six different types of um, egg dishes. Then you're going to have six different types of cow dishes, then pigs. So it's all going to be very different. It's going to be very similar. That's going to contain different parts of the animal <laughs> uh, or vegetables or you name it, right? So although it might all have, like there's be 64 different versions of mi fan, which is rice, or 64 dishes of mian tiao, which is noodles, um, each one in front of it, if you don't know what you're getting, then you're going to get it and go, I, I didn't think I was going to get this, right? So it's the things like, and that's what he was doing, is that he, was, he went into a Chinese restaurant, got the menu, and then read and learned those characters a lot easier then going to like a McDonald's menu or a Subway menu and trying to figure out like the the special of the day, 
with the type of the meat they're using here. Like there are some similar ones. I learned a lot of my vegetables through uh, going to Subway um, through repetition and that. But I mean, even still, sometimes, how do, you, how do you say pickle again? Is it swan nangua? Swan huangua. Yeah, cucumbers, yellow melon for some reason. And it's because when the cucumbers first come out, I think they're, they're uh, like when they're uh, still on the vine, they're yellow. They're not green. So they call it a yellow melon. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's bizarre. It's very bizarre. Anyway, so those were the some of the things that uh, highlights of my day. Hope you guys are doing having a good day. It's Thursday, finally Thursday. Only nine days until Christmas. Nine more sleeps, I guess. Which was more important when I was younger. Nowadays, I'm like, oh my goodness, the year's almost over. I'm gonna have to start writing 2022 and the taxes and this and the other thing. Oh, to be a child again, right? What age would you go back to? I wonder, what age would you go back to if you had the chance? I don't know. Would you become a baby? Would you become a toddler? Would you become like, you know, 9, 10, where you're, you're able to do th- a lot of things on your own, but you can still kind of whine your way into getting someone else to do it for you? I don't know. I remember having this conversation with a girl one time. She said, I think she said 4 or 5, because at 4 or 5, that age you're able to run around a lot and do some things on your own, but like people are still doing like just about everything for you. It's fantastic. You don't have to do very much. Just kind of, you know, show up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There you go. There's your thought for the day. How old would you go back to if you could? Right? I'll leave it there. Uh, Sadly, I've not posted any of the drum tracks just just yet. And tomorrow, probably going out uh, for a farewell um, piss up. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, then we'll see Saturday I'm at work again. So, uh, restricted time, but gotta keep on plugging away because i do want those 31 tracks done for sure thanks for listening show notes are up on steve sirski stevensirski.com that's my website thanks for listening we'll talk again bye bye